It's Wednesday, January 10th, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, today we continue our conversation with Chris and Trina Steins and Tracy Marie Newell on Families Count. So... Trina, the progression from there, you said that God took hold of you and the Holy Spirit really started to reveal your part Mm -hmm. in, um, I guess, just the difficulties that your family was experiencing. That's conviction, right? That's conviction over sin. Okay, you you gave your life to Christ. I did. And Chris did as well. Mm -hmm. But weren't there a number of people in your family, including your oldest child, your daughter, mm-hmm. who ended up surrendering their lives to Jesus? Yes, it's it's amazing. It really is. Um, when we, just a little backstory, I guess, to make it all make sense. Uh, when we first began the program, we weren't speaking to any of my family. Just my sister, the one that had my kids. Um, Nobody got along. Everybody was just a really, really dark place. And Chris and I decided to start about three or four weeks in, we decided to start attending Eden Westside on Sundays. And at that time, we started inviting um, family members. Um, It just felt like the right thing to do. I was kind of, you know, I kind of fought God on it a little bit. Like, he laid it on my heart, and I kind of argued with him. I'm like, no, no, I don't think that's a good idea, God. No, mm mm-mm. No, what if we can do a fight in church? We can't do that. <laughs> and so, like, it was this back and forth with God. And then I was like, okay, fine, you win. So I started just repeatedly getting on everybody's nerves. Hey, why don't you come church? Why don't you come church? Why don't you come church? And eventually, it, it happened all on the same day, actually. My brother, my sister-in-law, my niece, my nephew, my mom, and my dad all came for their first Sunday. And since then, um, my mother and my father... My brother, my sister-in-law, my niece, and my nephew, and my daughter have been saved and baptized. That's incredible. My sister-in-law has went in, let's see, I think it was August, end of July, early August. She went to Haiti on a mission trip. Um, Everybody in my family is involved in some form of group, whether it be the faith riders or kitchen service, child care. I mean, it's, you know, I got the opportunity to help lead the worship for Vacation Bible School over the summer. My sister-in-law also helped out with that. Um, I mean, it's just, it's miraculous. And, you know, now we can sit down and have Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we don't have to fight and argue. And we talk about God. You know, when I read a cool verse that really touches me, I'll share it. And they do the same with me now. So just to watch how God has transformed that relationship with all of us, you know, it's just a completely different dynamic than what it used to be. It used to be about drugs and alcohol and partying and things like that. And now it's like, hey, you know, we're having a, a women's meeting on Saturday. Would you like to come invite your friends? And it's just 
It's miraculous what God has done. (laughs) It is miraculous, and it is the power of Christ over sin and strongholds (coughs) in family. And Mm -hmm. I want everyone to hear this. This is the hope for families. Jesus is the hope for families. Mm -hmm. And your story, it has come full circle. I mean, we are talking about family restoration. All around the board. Full circle. Okay, an overarching goal, Trina and Chris, of Families Count is to get the parents involved in the church. In other words, six weeks of biblical parenting is, it's awesome that the Lord is making his gospel available through a court-ordered parenting class. But we know that those six weeks are just scratching the surface. Mm -hmm. We understand that in order for families to have that continued success, they need the support of the body of Christ. I mean, that, that is part of why God created this body is to support and encourage one another. Mm-hmm. So tell us about how you and your family, and you've already mentioned it, but in more detail, how you have plugged into Eden West Side and how you are serving there. Uh, like me and Chris? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, Chris helps out with security on Wednesday nights. Um, they were short for that, so he gets to help with that. Um, I'm helping teaching Awanas. Um, what else am I doing? Well, I did the vacation Bible school. Um, the Families Accounts class is going to be coming up. Chris and I are both going to be co-leading it. We went to the training a couple of months ago where we've seen you and you're super surprised to see us. <laughs> um, <I'm> absolutely. <laughs> um, before I started working, I would go and I would uh, help out at the food pantry just to kind of to give back and to focus on other people instead of and and realizing it's not all about me yeah and i had to learn to not be selfish Uh and that really helped me you know i got to pray with people and i got to you know meet a physical need of theirs but in doing that like i got to pray with them that the holy spirit would touch them and meet a spiritual need that they might have and i just i got to share a lot of my story and I try to to do as much as I can within the church, helping and just being there. And uh, my son, he's playing basketball at the church. We actually have a game to go to tomorrow. So how how is this inclusion in the body of Christ serving your family? It gives us a healthy outlet. It gives us a way to not only bond with each other, but to bond with the core of our family, which is God. And we try to center our lives around God. And being able to go to a place where there's other people that are doing that is so great. Because yeah. like we didn't have that before. Yeah. It was just like Chris and I, and we just were in our own little bubble, and we were, we were struggling, we weren't making it. Now if I have a bad day, I have you know 20 people that I can call just to pray with me or that might just give me a an encouraging word my my kids they've made friends that they can do that with you know my daughter she her friend that she has the first night she spent the night over there she had this conversation unprompted and asked Madison if she had been saved like hey have you been saved you know and just kind of probing in her own little way 
and trying to just let people know that, you know, Jesus is the light, you know, that it's such a wonderful thing. And she witnesses. So now she is a disciple maker. She has been discipled and she's a disciple maker. Mm -hmm. Trina, why do churches need to be doing families count? I can think of a million reasons. Um, I think the biggest one is is because these people that are in the same position that I was in, they need God. And they need a place to go where they can have a seed planted within them and a place for it to grow and flourish and, you know, be able to share like we've had the opportunity to do. And it's not just for them. The kids, they benefit as well. And to have a program like Families Count, it's not just a signature for for families. I mean, for some it might be, but for those that are serious, I mean, it's, it's life-changing. Well, Tracy, I mean, I think when you first came to me saying, let's do Families Count, I know that this is what you felt like God would, would bring to fruition, is families that were really helped, uh, but also to see this full circle to see now where Chris and Trina are leading those classes yes. in their local church. And so just, you know, to close us out, just just talk a little bit about how this is the vision that the Lord birthed mm-hmm. to see not just a class and not just restoration, but truly discipleship and then discipleship turning into future discipleship. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to confess that in the beginning, I did not imagine that the Lord would do this thing. Um, for me, the vision was simple, Herbie, in that I knew the gospel is what was needed, is needed most in homes where people are lost and without hope. Mm-hmm. Um, But now we're seeing this amazing new thing that the Lord is doing. He is, and Trina, your testimony is, it's just such evidence of this. He is using it holistically in families, not just to reconcile mommies and daddies to himself through Christ, but to reconcile whole families. And this whole idea that we're seeing come to fruition through your family and others that he's reaching not just parents, but children, we're talking about second and third and fourth generations being impacted by the gospel. It's just more Herbie than I ever truly imagined. Yeah. And I think that's the neat thing about when we give something to the Lord and we say, this is yours, but also give it to the local church. Because truly, if this was something that was being done just by an organization, then the life change couldn't happen. I mean, we don't have programs for children. We don't have, you know, Sunday mornings. We don't have VBS. But when the church is doing that, it gives a place of belonging. And so I think just to, even as we look at January and Sanctity of Human Life, you know, the Sanctity of Human Life is not just seeing children born, but it's also seeing families and children thrive. And so we're grateful for the Steins, we're grateful for Families Count, and we're ultimately grateful for churches that are willing to step out there and bring this to fruition to see discipleship happen. Yes. 
Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.